warm. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Now, those are actually words originally penned by the great Bruce Springsteen. But it's true. War is ugly. War is hell. But there have been events throughout the history of wars from all times that have set our human race on radical new courses in history. Some for the good, but of course, most for the bad. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second big year from the Weather Network in Canada. Today is a day where the weather actually dictated the course of history and when it would happen this day in weather history. On July 25th, 1945, General Thomas Handy issued an order to General Carl Spatz, commander of the U.S. Army Strategic Air Forces in Guam, to deliver the first special bomb as soon after August 3rd as weather permitted for visual targeting. This was the beginning of something most could not even comprehend yet. The target was to be selected from a list of four from Hiroshima, Kokura, Niigata, and added that day, Nagasaki. But this was not a conventional drop, and for this, they wanted a clean line of sight so they could survey the damage from above. Therefore, orders were given to not engage in any firebombing of any of the prospective sites because they needed to see only what this special bomb would do. So clear drop zone, clear skies, those were the orders. On August 6, 1945, the first atomic bomb to be used as a weapon was dropped on Hiroshima, Japan at approximately 8.15 in the morning. It was nicknamed Little Boy and it was released from the Enola Gay B-29 bomber piloted by Brigadier General Paul Tibbets. Despite killing 80,000 people instantly, the Japanese War Council still refused to surrender. Enter the Fat Man. It was the next atomic bomb ready to go, scheduled for August 11th, if necessary, and apparently now it was. But bad weather was forecast for the August 11th drop. Not only was it no good for photographs to survey the damage so they could investigate what this bomb could do, it also made it difficult to make the actual drop. So the flight was pushed up to August 9th, this day in weather history. Nagasaki was the target. It was a shipbuilding center, the very industry intended for destruction. And on that August 9th of 1945, the second atom bomb was dropped on Japan at Nagasaki at shortly after 11 o'clock in the morning. It detonated 1,650 feet above the city. The explosion unleashed the equivalent force of 22,000 tons of TNT, killing an estimated number of people between 60 and 80,000. Emperor Hiroshito, by request of two war council members eager to just end this war, met with the council and declared that continuing the war can only result in the total annihilation of the Japanese people. The Emperor of Japan gave his permission for unconditional surrender. There are immediate environmental effects of a nuclear bomb. You see, when it explodes, plutonium in the device undergoes fission, releasing enormous quantities of energy. The initial blast creates a blinding flash, followed by temperatures in the area of the explosion, reaching upwards of 10 million degrees Celsius. 
you don't need me to tell you how much hotter than the sun that is. A crushing wind at that heat caused by the initial blast destroys buildings and trees in its path instantly. The effect on the immediate environment is one of total devastation. The extreme heat of thermal radiation burns everything in its path, including animals, trees, buildings, and people. Many of those who did not die from radiation or burns later developed cancers from the radiation. Here's the other thing. Containment of the radiation is impossible and leads to water and forest contamination. Radioactive particles can travel from the site of an atomic bomb explosion and contaminate bodies of water, including aquatic life like fish. On top of that, genetic mutations and disease in the generations of animals and humans following contamination would also occur. Yes, this kind of war is a no-win proposition for all involved. And it all got started on August 6th with the big one going off August 9th. And it was determined by the weather this day in weather history. Tomorrow is August the 10th, and it was here when a line of severe thunderstorms covered, count this, southeastern South Dakota and northeastern Nebraska, also across all of Iowa, northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin, Indiana, southwestern lower Michigan, and western Ohio. Woo! It did it all in one short 14-hour sweep tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.